In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Victory Monday. It's very rare. I'm in America and the boys are in the USA, in the UK, one in London, one in Wales. But anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. Jack, how are you feeling after that victory? Oh man, I'm buzzing. I always felt like it, it was going to be the year we're going to exercise our demons. Uh, even in that last drive towards Phil, I was like, yeah, this is fine. Um, I don't know whether it was uh, just completely lost the plot, but it, it just felt destined to be this day against Baker and um, no, over the moon. Um, and, and now and now the focus changes. 1993, last time we went 2-0. Let's smash that record as well. Awesome. Owen, how are you feeling, buddy? Yeah, great. Uh, heart rate's just about come down after yesterday. Um, I thought we were you know, going to be on the wrong side of irony when Baker was completing a game-winning drive. But yeah, it was so good to get a win and, and we move on. Yeah, I've got to say, um, uh, I felt probably in the fourth quarter, or when, it, when that bomb hit, that long bomb that Baker did, like, here we go. This is a classic Brownsy moment coming. And probably my biggest takeaway from the whole day was this is the start of the change where it wasn't a Brownsy moment. So I'm super excited. Um, but yeah, Jack, just to answer your question, how has it been out here? It's been absolutely amazing. It's been one of them tailgating uh, meetups with Browns fans all over uh, the US. And it's been absolutely amazing. The Caroline um, uh, Packer, Packers done an absolutely amazing job hosting. Great event last night. Alex um, Mack was there. Was Alex Mack? Kevin Mack was there, sorry. As you can see, I'm still a bit jaded. Kevin Mack was there, yeah. A thousand people tailgate, tailgate a thousand people yesterday. Um, yeah, really great. And I'm still going to hold by it. 40% of the stadium was Browns fans. We were loud. The Panthers were loud on their third downs. I don't know if you heard that on TV or not. Um, but otherwise, was it was a great experience and was super lucky. Was above the tunnel. Just to tell everyone the story, I saw the ball boy of the Browns, and he pointed at me, he goes, I follow you. On Facebook, I go, oh, wicked. He goes, shh, and he threw me the ball. I grabbed the ball and realised, shit, that's a game ball. And then went, I need to get this signed. I then went around the stadium, lagged it into the uh, security area where the players were, and got um, uh, Cade York to sign it. So, yeah, and, and some real quick things about Cade York. He's a Liverpool fan. Ch- uh, Jack? Cut him, cut him. Yeah. You know, not only did we draft him, he's now a Liverpool fan, but yeah, super humble guy, signed it. He, first thing he said to me, how the fuck did you get that ball? I said, I can't say. Anyway, so yeah, so I could be in some trouble with some Cleveland Brown staff. But anyway, rock and roll, do what you got to do at the time. Great guy. Saw Miles, saw the Chief, saw um, Anthony Schwartz, wanted to go and speak to him about Manu. He was with his family. I respected his time. Uh, but anyway, 
less about me, more about the podcast. Offense. Jack, out of 10, what are you going with? So just to drop the stats, 147 yards, one TD, um, 18 completions out of 34. In terms of the rushing game, Nick Chubb, 22 carries for 141 yards. Kareem Hunt, 46 yards, 11 carries. Um, Schwartz, two rushes, 20 yards. Kobe Brissett, four rushes, 10 yards. So um, some nice numbers for everyone there. Um, and then in the receiving game, um, only, only two guys really made a, a big impact. And that was Donovan Peoples-Jones, six catches for 60 yards. And Kareem Hunt, 24 yards, four catches, one TD. Obviously, Cooper, he would have had more yards. Would he have had the opportunity to catch that, but at least drew the flag. Um, so ended up with three catches for um, 17 yards. I think it was a 39-yard, 34-yard um, flag. So it was a game where pretty much everyone popped up. Was it pretty? No. Um, was it effective? I think if we look at a lot of that first half, there was times which I saw a lot of what happened with Josh Allen in against the Rams. It was very much throw for three, four yards. We're not going to see anything downfield. It's going to be quick and it's going to be short. Um, and I think that is very much the game plan, what they're going to go to. And then if they see the odd thing downfield, a bit like um, against the Titans last year when DPJ down the side, just absolute air it out over the top. That's where your opportunity comes. So I'm going to go with a... A five. It's just meh. Um, but it's week one. They can get better. And the key thing, there was no turnovers. And turnovers kill teams. How often would Baker get frustrated? He would try save the day and he throws something deep. One comes off, but then the next one's an interception. So I'm, I'm going to go with five. Owen? Yeah, I think, you know, along the same lines, it was, it was quite tough to watch at times in the first half. Um, I'm going to go for a six. Um, like Jack said, no turnovers. And I think ultimately that was crucial at the end of the day. You saw exactly what Jacoby Brissett is going to do over the first 11 games of the season. He's going to throw short. We'll probably need him to hit a couple of those longer passes when, you know, in games that are going to be more difficult than what it was yesterday. Um, but it was great to see the ground game working so well. Nick Chubb was an absolute monster for the most of that game. And and Kareem Hunt coming back it was a, effective on a few of his runs and obviously through the air as well. So I'd like to see Jacoby Brissett hit a couple of those longer ones in the future, but you know they got they got what they needed out of it and and that was the win. Yeah, myself was I thought Jacoby was holding the ball a little bit long and reminded me of a bit of Baker at times, but. Once again, I said this after the game, just to echo what Jack's saying, no turnovers. He 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 kept the ball well. If you do that as a quarterback in the NFL, you can win games. So, I can't say seven. I can't say eight. It has to be a six. But it's a really positive six for me. And, um, yes, you know, I, was, I had my Twitter live. You know, I, I saw what Jake Burns was saying. It was a real open play. Um, I think it was to Donovan Peoples-Jones, potentially. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was great. You know, we got touchdowns. We were winning at halftime. And, yeah, very positive. Uh, Jack, defence? Defence. So, Baker went for 235 yards, 16 completions, one TD, but one interception. Um, and then just look at the rushing. Christian McCaffrey, 33 yards for 10 
carries and one TD. That that's poor for him. Um, and it it was a quiet day. Um, there was some more receiving on their end, but sacks. Miles Garrett did a phenomenal job with uh, two sacks, um, and then halves for John Johnson, and Ronnie Harrison, um, Jadavion Clowney, and Tommy Togiai. Um, an interception for Grant Delpit. It, it was just a really nice performance on the defense. There was a few blown coverages. And I think, yes, it's far from perfect. And we saw last year, that it takes growing pains. There's going to be moments of miscommunication. There was a time with 10 guys on the field and we got blown up. But they can fix that stuff. And what I'd rather be sat here going, there was two, three moments where something went wrong rather than for half the game, it didn't work. But luckily we didn't get beat on those and it's cleaning up two three moments out of 53 snaps I think it was on defense is a lot easier than trying to fix 20 25 snaps where something went wrong so I, I was really happy overall I'm, I'm gonna go with an eight Jack just a real point before Owen speaks um there was 10 players on the field at the time yeah, there was one snap. Um, I think it was, was it the Ian Thomas one where we got butchered? There was 10 guys. One of the snaps, there was 10 guys. And How can it happen? I think it was just with changing corners. And I think Ward was off the pitch. I don't know if he was struggling, slightly knocked um, and didn't know he had to come back in. Um, but yeah, it's a bit messy. Oh, and what are you going with, mate? Yeah, I'm going to go with an eight too. I think much in the vein of, of Jack, it's, it's literally just two or three plays away from being pretty much perfect yesterday, really. Um, you knew the Panthers were going to have their moments at times. You know, you knew Baker was going to take his shots and, you know, sometimes they're going to come off. So to hold them to 24, I think that that's an okay number. I think going forward, you know, it's going to have to be around that to get us in games until, until Watson returns. So... Yeah, just barring the literally two or three plays, I think it was really, really good. And it's encouraging going forward, I think. So here's my view. Like, when the Panthers took the ball down to the... Um, they got it down just a few few yards out. I think this was um, before their first touchdown. Yeah, it's the Ian Thomas one. Yeah. My thoughts there was, I really wish we had a Greg Williams defence here where there's a real chance that we're going to stop the touchdown and get a field goal. I just didn't feel we'd got that in us at the moment. And I, don't, I don't know if that's a fair point, Jack, or not. But, um, you know, with a Greg Williams defence, the coverage could be blown and be a nightmare. But when it comes down to that really close touchdown blocking opportunity, I always felt quite good with Greg Williams. Um, but yeah, I didn't feel like we had that in us to... Um, today but what I did feel was when the defence was close I felt good and um, we were definitely putting a lot of pressure on them our defence looked like they were reading the game very well and it looked like they were on top of the running game a lot. I think one thing that really helped our defence in this game is the series weren't very long so it was very quick which meant we didn't really have to rotate much because we've got Jordan Elliott, 42 snaps, Miles Garrett, 45, Taven Bryan, 44, Jadavian Clowney, 44. And then if we go to the rest of everyone else, it's Alex Wright, 16, Tommy Togiai, 8, Rochelle, 6, Winfrey, 5, Chase Winovich, none. So 
we didn't have to go deep in the defensive line rotation, which if you're playing another team which has a better quarterback and constantly moves the chains, I think we might have seen more issues there. But it was advantage to have your Miles Garrett's, your Bryant's, your Clowney's, your Jordan Elliott out there all the time, more or less, because out of 53 snaps on defense, Miles playing 45 isn't something that is sustainable across the season. Um, Jack, I know this is not a deep dive podcast. We've got 15 minutes, but um, did Perry Perryman play at all or no? Uh, no, he, he wasn't called up from the um, practice squad. Is, uh, is he on practice squad? Yeah. Really? It's Winfrey and um, Togi that they kept. Sorry, Winfrey. Sorry, um, what's he called? Win- Sorry, I'm jaded from that booze. Perry on Winfrey. Played five yeah. times. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, so basically, the um, inside linemen basically were the two guys you said most of the game. So you going for an eight there as well, Paul? Mate, that's very predictive there, mate. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with an eight, mate. And I, I know a lot of people, I know a lot of listeners are going to be, uh, um, I know a lot of listeners are going to be like, you can't give an eight with that blown coverage. Um, but yeah, we won the game and I felt, I, I was confident in our defence. So special teams, I'm, I'm going to make a bold prediction. I'm, I'm going to say it's a 10. <laughs> they did everything they needed to do. The punts were good. Um, I'm not going to go 10. The returns. But Owen? Yeah, Owen. I'm going nine as well, just because Dimitri Felton almost gave me a heart attack every time he fielded a punt in that first half. So I can't give a 10 just on the basis of that. He scared me every single ball, every single time that ball was in the air. I do um, certainly want to see the um, all 22 because I don't know whether it was Hecker punting really short, but some of them, it, it looked like he was in the wrong spot. And I don't know if it, it was a mixture of Hecker just kicking it short and then he was charging up or what, because it was all over the place, but you can't really sell on a game broadcast. It looked like he was like misreading it in the air and he was having to stretch and dive to catch the punts where, you know, normally you would just see them get under it, catch it and, you know, try to have a run. It was looking like a real, real struggle for him to see where the ball was going in the first half. Yeah. As someone at the game, just added a bit of uh, uh, content. Yeah, it looked fucking dodgy. Every time the <laughs> ball was in the air, he was coming down. He was all over the place. Um, I, Yeah, he, he fumbled one when we covered it, which was great. But yeah, um, it can't be a jack. Uh, it can't be a ten jack for me because of of that. Um, but yeah, our special teams did look good, especially defending the kicks and the punt returns. Uh, obviously, four field goals, fifty eight yards was it? Or fifty seven, fifty eight yards kick. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna overpower you, Jack, and go with a nine. So we've got six for the offense, eight for the defense. Nine for the special teams. I'm going to predict the game balls. I don't think we're going to see much competition here. Chubb for the offence, Garrett for the defence, KD for the special teams. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just want to touch on one bit on playoffs because some people were a bit down on what happened yesterday going, oh, it's a mess. How are we going to compete this year? Just looking at, hey, likely division winners according to the bookies in the AFC. It's Bills, Ravens, Colts, Chiefs. We've then got only two other teams in that sort of race for the wild card for me because Steelers, Texans, Jets and Jaguars are trash. Um, 
That race for the wild card, Dolphins won, Browns won, Chargers won. You're going to expect the Broncos to win, but that's there. The Raiders lost. The Bengals lost. How did the Bengals lose? The Patriots lost. The Titans lost. These are teams that are competing for a wild card spot. And while I don't think there's a true shot that we're going to win the division, that, that wild card spot is looking really good after one week. And it's one week. There's a long time to go. But we could have easily been on the other side of a defeat and we're thinking, oh, this is bad. It's one week. They're going to get better. Tom Brady never really tended to convincingly win first four weeks of the season and with many of the Patriots Super Bowl teams. Take some time, but just getting the W, however thin it is across the line, is all that matters these first four weeks. Jack, you couldn't say any better, mate. Um, there's always going to be minor issues uh, in the NFL, but yeah, it is. We are now part of the playoff race. You can't argue that. Yeah. We'll see some moves this week. Dionis Johnson's getting traded, and we're going to see some free agent additions, whether it's Dominican Sue, Sheldon Richardson, Cole Beasley, um, T.Y. Hilton. Could see a trade. Denzel Mims, Darius Slayton. There's going to be moves. Just keep an eye out for it all. We've got two practice squad spots open as well. So, uh, Jack, I've got a quick question for you, mate. Um, Kevin Savansky going playing on eight and four. Um, how do you feel about that? Playing on eight and four. Four and eight, sorry. Um, go on um, fourth down. I'll yeah. go for it on fourth down. I, I thought it was exactly the right calls. Um, if anything, there's more times when I think they should have gone for it. Um, I've got an article coming out today on the OBR where I just pull all of the analytical pieces. Um, the only major call, which had loads of win probability, was the one where uh, Jacoby Brissett rushed for it on fourth and one. Everything else was, it was less than 1% win probability either way. So there's a few that he didn't or he did do that it, it was fine. Um, if you want to be really risky, then yeah, I, I go for everything. If the win probability is even a 0.7%, go for it. Cool. All right, Jack. Uh, I'm going to just wrap up the podcast. Should I say, it's absolutely amazing when I go to these tailgates, how many people listen to the podcast. So, um, and always... I hear the same thing. Jack and Ian are doing a great job. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, just want to say um, to all our listeners, it's so nice hearing this. So thank you very much. And um, yeah, big shout out to Bruce. I know he's a regular on the uh, podcast, looking after us when I'm out there. Doug, who listens to the podcast, is driving me to Charleston today. You know, it's just a crazy community this podcast is. So thank you very much. And as always, go Browns. Go Browns.